Thank you for tuning in to the Fly Mastery Podcast, where our goal is to provide tools, resources, and insights that empowers driven individuals to become the masters of their financial independence journey. I'm Peter Donisanu, and in today's podcast, we're going to talk about how to get your finances back on track when you're feeling stuck. Maybe you've been diligent with your money. You've amassed a sizable savings, and then life knocks on your door. A once-in-a-lifetime opportunity falls flat, work moves you from one state to another, a family emergency calls, or a primary source of income evaporates. Or maybe you've been struggling to get your finances back on track for years, but you just don't know where to start. We recorded this podcast because we believe that when life has you feeling stuck, one of the quickest ways to get your finances back on track is to hit the reset button. At the end of our time together, my hope is that you have a better understanding of how pausing, resetting financial expectations, and taking a methodical approach to rebuilding your finances can get you moving closer to your goals much sooner than you think. Now, how many times have you heard these phrases? Shut down your computer, unplug it and wait for a minute, power down your device. If you've ever experienced a technical issue with a device, you've probably been given this type of solution. And more often than not, it does the trick. Now, what do you do when you feel like your financial situation is spinning out of control? Well, one of the quickest ways to reduce money-related anxieties and regain a sense of financial empowerment is to hit the reset button. That is, taking a pause and disconnecting from the actions and the behaviors that have been driving your financial choices up till now. Now, why is this important? Well, doing so enables you to postpone financial decisions that you may otherwise regret later. It'll also give you the ability to reassess everything that's going on in your life right now and help make better decisions to get help get your life back on track. Like a military debrief, the act of pausing and disconnecting helps you to stop and reassess. The act of disconnecting shifts your focus from doing what you've always been doing, like single-mindedly trying to fix a problem, to resetting and reframing your, your point of reference. More importantly, pausing can help you slow down your decision-making process and get you in line with the present. That is what's going on right now. And when you do this, it helps ensure that you're making choices that are authentic to your current financial situation. What got you here won't get you there. That's the title of a book written by Marshall Goldsmith. And in it, he writes how his leaders progress through higher positions in their career. The thoughts, behaviors, and actions that got them there need to change and they need to adapt in order for them to be successful in their new environment. Now, during a time of financial adversity, you may feel like you have to double down on the actions that got you to your current financial situation as a way to break even or avoid taking a loss or feeling like a failure. Now, the reality is that if you're feeling stuck and you want to move toward a solution rather than trying to move away from an old problem or simply trying to avoid pain, ultimately, you need to move towards something positive, And that's where resetting expectations can help. If you want to get your finances back on track after a significant loss, you want to let go of old habits that got you here and start moving towards a new solution. For example, think of an at-bat baseball player. If their aim is to get a base hit, they have a better chance of getting that base hit if they keep their eye on the ball rather than focusing on striking out or worrying about not hitting the ball. So what can you do to reset expectations? Well, you could start by getting crystal clear about the direction that you're headed. If your current situation leaves you feeling disappointed, Think about an outcome that will leave you with a sense of achievement in the context of today. And while goals are important, be sure to get specific about your financial objectives. That is, those specific actions necessary in order for you to achieve your financial goal. When you stop, pause, and reset your financial expectations, you're not only moving away from past mistakes, you're shifting your focus towards something, towards a financial objective. More specifically, you're focusing on the steps that you will take to move you closer to your ideal future outcome. Your new financial objective focuses on the future and tells you where you're headed. Now, how exactly are you going to get there? Now is the time to evaluate your financial situation, and you can do this by getting all of your finances on the table. 
Now, this is the time where you're going to sort bills, statements, and get your financial reports together. And think of this from the perspective of a professional organizer. Now, you may hire a professional organizer because you have a vision for your home, but you're not quite sure how to arrange your belongings. And you're not quite sure what exactly to do with the clutter or the extra stuff that you have sitting around your house. In some cases, a professional organizer will clear out the belongings in a room, and they'll start sorting through each one of your items one by one to figure out or determine whether that item fits into the new vision for your room, and if it doesn't, where it should go. In a similar way, the aim here is to get all your financial information on the table and see what moves you towards your financial objective and what can be left behind. So where exactly do you start? Well, you'll need to gather documents that'll give you a better understanding of your entire financial picture. This includes a view of your debts, your assets, and your cash flows. You can start by pulling your credit report. And when you pull your credit report, it'll help you get a better understanding of all the outstanding debt you have, the credit that's available to you, and the minimum payments due on your various loans. Also check your statements or call your lender to get interest rate information on these particular loans. Then gather a list of your assets and start pulling current balances on checking, savings, brokerage, and other defined contribution accounts like 401k and 403bs. Also be sure to include balances from pensions uh, that you may have had at old jobs. And also include the equity in your home, automobiles that have been paid off, motorcycles, or other readily saleable non-financial assets. Now be mindful of the fact that as you recount past financial decisions, they're likely to bring up mixed emotions. That's why it's essential to periodically pause, disconnect, and reset your expectations. Focus on future financial objectives rather than some of the things that you may have done in the past. Remember that as a professional organizer starts their work on reorganizing a room, they'll begin by clearing that room out. They'll sort through what's essential. Then they'll begin building the work or building out that, that dream room. In a similar way, you won't know how to build a solid financial plan without really understanding all the financial resources that you have to work with. That's why getting everything on the table is crucial to getting your financial life back on track. Now, if you know somebody that's participated in the marathon, you know that their win or their participation didn't happen overnight. You know that there were some incremental steps that they took to achieve their win. Now, a runner intent on winning a marathon, they'll map out all the steps that they'll need to take day to day, week to week. In a similar way, getting your finances back on track is a marathon. It's not a sprint. It means bridging a divide between the financial resources you have today and your financial objective for the future. From this perspective, you'll need to map out each individual step that you need to take to reach your financial goals. So what does this process look like? Well, if your aim is to recover from a loss in savings, then your financial plan may include having a crystal clear financial objective geared towards improving your cash flow. It may include having an understanding of all the financial resources available to you right now. It could include reviewing your spending trends and cutting back on non-essential spending. It might also include rolling over old 401ks from old employers so that you have better insight and management over your finances include consolidating high interest debt into one low cost payment, or even selling non-productive assets like an old car, a motorcycle, or other non-financial assets. The goal here is that each of these actions should move you incrementally closer to your goal. And these are examples of the steps that you need to take in order to achieve the financial planning process. Now, it's important to note that the actions or the steps that we just talked about, they don't need to happen all at once. Now, to keep from feeling overwhelmed, focus on tackling one task at a time and go for the most comfortable wins first. In fact, starting with bite-sized wins first not only keeps you from feeling overwhelmed, it makes the task less daunting. What's more, as you accomplish tasks on your list, you're likely to gain a, this, a feeling of achievement. And when you feel more like you're winning more, you're achieving more, it helps build momentum and moves you closer to your essential financial goals. Now, at the end of the day, remember, getting unstuck financially and getting your life back on track, it's a marathon, not a sprint. 
Now, as you move through the financial planning process, you'll find that there are many tools available to help you move forward. These include things like websites, apps, books, videos, seminars, and blogs that each outline steps to help you deal with the uncertainties of creating a financial plan. Now, you may find that as you move through the financial planning process that it can become emotionally taxing, especially after time of a significant life transition. Or you may find that you've identified a financial objective, but you're not quite sure how to bridge the gap between your financial resources today and the financial objective that you want to achieve. Maybe you simply don't have time to create a financial plan, or you'd rather have somebody do the work for you. These may be the signs that it's time to bring in a financial advisor who may be able to help you. So what can a financial advisor do? Well, a financial advisor can help first by empathizing with your situation. They can also bring in an an outside objective perspective to help you make financial recommendations that align with your lifestyle and your desired financial outcome. A financial advisor also has access to sophisticated tools and life experience that can help you find balance between your lifestyle and help you work towards important financial goals. If you're looking to get time back in your day and simply want more peace of mind, that's where a financial advisor may be able to help you out. Whether you decide to bring in a professional or go it alone, one of the quickest ways to get your financial life moving forward is to hit the reset button. When you stop what you're doing right now, reset expectations that have held you back, and create financial goals that are relevant to today, you have a good chance of getting yourself unstuck and your financial life back on track much sooner than you think. Well, that's it for now. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Phi Mastery Podcast. To learn more about our research, visit us at phimastery.com or email us at questions at franklinmadisonadvisors.com. Until next time, I'm Peter Bonisanu, wishing you and yours abundant health and prosperity as you pursue your own financial independence journey. Phi Mastery Podcast is brought to you by Franklin Madison Advisors, Inc., Franklin Madison Advisors is a registered investment advisor firm with its registration and principal place of business in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Registration of an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. This commentary and forecast are limited to the dissemination of general information pertaining to Franklin Madison Advisors investment advisory services and general economic and market conditions and are subject to change without notice. The information shared today is not intended to be personal, legal, investment, or tax advice or a solicitation to buy or sell any security or engage in a particular investment strategy. For additional information about Franklin Madison Advisors, including fees and services, please contact Franklin Madison Advisors or refer to the investment advisor public disclosures.